what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. Today, I invite you to think about how you might be able to change your approach. We're talking changing your approach today. So take a second and just scan your life, different areas of your life. They could be relationships, it could be your career, it could be your finances, it could be your community and friendships, but scan your life and reflect on, call to mind, bring to remembrance an area of your life where you're actually proud of your approach. The intention that you're bringing to something, the focus, the belief, the faith that you're bringing to something, the consistency, the commitment, the grace that you're bringing to something, the, the energy, the enthusiasm, the attitude, the mood that you are bringing to something. Evaluate an area of your life that you are actually proud of your approach. What are you actually being, doing, thinking, saying as it relates to this area of your life? A lot of times when we evaluate our lives... <laughs> Well, first of all, we don't often take a minute to pause and to reflect on things in our life in general. A lot of times we just go through every day and we pick up and we do it again, right? So the intention, the purpose, the meaning, the fulfillment, a lot of those things are lacking because we're not actually bringing that to the table. And strangely enough, when we actually desire a certain outcome, we have to sow it first. That's the invitation. We get to stir ourselves up in the things of God. We get to fan the flame within to activate inside us all of the beautiful gifts that we've been given in order to sow that into different areas of our life and see the fruit of that, right? But you can't just sow it one day and expect the fruit the very next day. A lot of times, if you evaluate your life, you'll see that the areas that are blooming, even flourishing, have come from a lot of challenges, even setbacks, but you being consistent in growing and evolving and bringing your best, God's best, to that area. Okay, so I just want to invite you to think about an area of your life where you are actually proud of your approach. Because like I said a second ago, we often only look in our lives at what's not going well. (laughs) We look at what is and we look at what hasn't changed yet. We look at where we think we should be. We look at how high gas prices are. (laughs) We look at what's going on in the news. We look at why we're still not being promoted. We look at so many things that are not what we think they should be, 
And we're missing out on the very blessings that we've been given and also on evaluating what's going well. This is a huge deal and one that we don't give a lot of attention to. However, I want you to think about this. Whatever you focus on, whatever you focus on, you will magnify. It will only get bigger, okay? And whatever you magnify, you will empower, all right? So we had, I'm not gonna go into the example, but we had an incident happen at the Oscars recently. And social media was magnifying that and empowering a very negative narrative, right? And what got bigger? (laughs) The negativity, okay? So classic real life example of how this happens and in seconds, like literally it just unfolds and it ripples, right? So energy in that way and your focus is contagious. When you focus on something, you magnify it. And whatever you magnify, you empower. You literally give your power away to that thing, okay? So that's why it says magnify the Lord. Magnify the Lord. If you were to do another quick reflection or scan in your own life, what are you focusing on and what are you magnifying? Are you magnifying what is? (laughs) and getting frustrated? Are you magnifying how things haven't changed yet? Are you magnifying how you don't think God has moved yet? What are you magnifying? What are you magnifying? And in the area that came to mind that you actually are proud of your approach, what are you magnifying in that area? Because there are some areas in our lives that are going well, right? And that's not random. In fact, I'm somebody, this is another great real life example. I am somebody that has very much placed a high value on health in terms of eating, in terms of working out, in terms of getting really good sleep, in terms of renewing my mind, in terms of developing my emotional resilience and emotional intelligence, in terms of healing my heart, just literally taking care of my mind, my body, my spirit, right? Because I know that on the other side of that is my influence, okay? And if I don't take care of myself, I could make a big mess. So I've always had that as a value. Now, that doesn't mean that I am perfect by any means in any of these areas at all. They are just areas that I pursue and I am consistent in showing up in. So when people... I get many comments about working out and a certain fitness level that I appear, quote unquote, on the outside to have. And what I can say to that is that that is not random. That is not luck, okay? That comes from a commitment to showing up every day and to moving my body and taking care of this vessel that I've been given. I have that as a priority and it's not even something I overthink, it's not something that I make complicated, it's just something that I show up and do. And there used to be times in my life that I was crazy about that, but I can tell you to this day, and people closest to me know this, I only work out 30 minutes a day and then I also have a priority of just getting movement in. So there's other days too, or maybe I'll just go for a walk around a lake for an hour or I'll go to the gym and I'll run, but I don't make it this obsession. I allow it to be a gift of taking care of myself. So the connection here is 
that area appears to be going well because there's consistent work that is happening behind the scenes and that I'm not advertising. But what I do want you to know is anybody that has results in their lives, it's not because they're special people. It's not always necessarily that they're gifted. It's just that they're consistent in their approach and how they're showing up in that area. And they're also likely people that have gotten it wrong. And so they've committed to that area of their life and making adjustments over and over and over again, right? So I've been in many seasons uh, of taking care of my health, some that went really well, some that were definitely not going well at all. (laughs) And then some that were just stable and some that just felt very good. So there's seasons to this. But what I do want you to recognize is that the results are not random, okay? And it's not necessarily easier for some people than others. There's just a level of commitment there and consistency there, okay? So for you on today, (laughs) when you think now about the areas that it's really easy to think about, the areas that you do experience discomfort in, you experience vulnerability in, maybe you don't wanna talk about, you definitely wouldn't post it on social media, but those areas that maybe to you, you don't believe are unfolding the way you'd like them to, or they haven't evolved into what maybe you see they could be. When you think about those areas, what have you been focusing on? And what have you been magnifying? So if you take a relationship example, this is an area that most of us are affected by, right? Our, we have everything invested. <laughs> Our heart is on the line too, right? Depending on how much we actually shared and how deep of a connection that we have, right? So the more you've invested, the more that you feel is at stake, right? So relationships are often areas where we can really get hurt, okay? So sometimes we protect ourselves and sometimes we approach it in a way that is not in the best interest of the relationship. So I like to think of a relationship literally like a ship, okay? (laughs) And two people are steering that ship in order to make it sail a certain direction. It takes two for the ship to go in a certain direction, okay? And if you're not feeding the relationship what it needs, you could definitely can sink the ship, right? You can literally sink the ship, you can stay where you are, or you can go into a direction that you're committed to going into. But that takes deposits on both sides, okay? But a lot of times what we do in relationships is we look at what's not working or what's not changed yet or how this person is in the wrong or how this person is making us feel some kind of way or how this person, right? And so what we're doing is we're focusing on what we don't like, what is happening that's making us frustrated or uncomfortable, and we're magnifying that, therefore we're empowering it. And what we're doing is we start ruminating on it, meaning thinking it over and over and over again in our minds, and then that is what's maximized in the relationship, and it changes the entire atmosphere, the entire mood, the entire culture of that relationship for the worst. Just starting by what you're focusing on and what you're giving your power to. Because when you magnify a lesser thing, you're giving away your power to that. And a lot of the time, that has nothing to do with the other person. That's actually your work, okay? An example in this same relationship category, what would happen instead 
If you looked at what you were focusing on, if you looked at what you were bringing to that relationship, if you looked at what this person is actually changing, and if you looked at ways to celebrate that person or to magnify that and empower that in the relationship, the answer to this is is that you would have an entirely different relationship. Your relationship could change just because you decide to, and you decide to first start changing what you focus on. Start interceding and praying for your partner versus judging and criticizing or even condemning them. And this could be in any relationship, right? But I just want to challenge you to think about what you are actually magnifying through your focus and to consider changing your approach and getting consistent with that. Again, an approach is not something that we just try one time. You have to practice it enough to get feedback before you can even evaluate something new, right? So if you were gonna try a new tool, let's say in business, let's say that you're trying to do a new marketing or sales strategy in your business, you've gotta at least try that, likely for a quarter, and see how it goes, right? Before you just try five other things. Because if you just try all these things randomly, you never get enough feedback to actually see what's going well. Right? That's, that's where that saying, jack of all trades, master of none, comes from. Right? You don't want to just do all the things because you can do all the things. Right? What actually is very empowering and powerful is when you focus clearly and specifically on your intention, on your blueprint, on the vision, and you focus on the one thing that you're going to experiment with and you run after that thing and you get feedback. And then as you get that feedback, you can adapt, but you're not going to know if you don't try anything. Okay. So some things to think about today when it comes to your approach and whatever feedback you've been receiving (laughs) in this message, I want you to think about what you could change. There's a saying, you may have heard this before, but it goes like this. When you complain, you remain, but when you praise, you'll be raised. Okay, I often think about this as your countenance, but this is very similar to that quote that I just mentioned. Whatever you focus on, you magnify, and what you magnify, you empower. Okay, so it also, there's also a saying that says, where focus goes, energy flows. Okay, so I'm literally releasing my power into that thing. I'm starting to partner and agree with that thing, (laughs) for better or for worse, okay? So I can change my approach. So if you are in a habit and practice of complaining, of murmuring, of focusing on what is, of gossiping, of talking about how things haven't changed yet and how frustrated and overwhelmed you are, right? Even just to have conversation. A lot of times people do this innocently just to have a conversation and to try to build connection. But why not build connection over something that actually is building people up and uplifting them and encouraging them versus continuing to add to their their mixture of heaviness, right? So when you complain, you remain. When you praise, you'll, you'll be raised. So I think about this as your countenance, okay? When you complain, you go lower. You can actually see the effect of this in your body language, okay? When somebody is complaining, when they are gossiping, when they are comparing, when they're venting, when they're just in a heavy space, right? You can see that their shoulders are hunched over. Usually their head is lower. Their voice is lower. They're slouching probably, right? It is not a good energy at all. You can feel it. 
Now, when somebody is praising, their shoulders are definitely back. They're standing tall. They're excited. Their, their facial expressions, you can see the light in them. They're probably using their hands and all sorts of mannerisms, right? They have a totally different energy to them, and that is attractive and magnetic, right? People are like, what did you do today? What side of the bed did you wake up on, right? That's not it at all. That's actually an intention and a practice, okay? We know the joy of the Lord is your strength. So is that what you're activating and is that what you're practicing? Is that what you're stirring up? Peace is power. Are you filling up to overflowing on peace so that in moments where you need it most, you can hold your peace and you can maintain a position of power versus just giving in to a lazy habit of murmuring and complaining and partnering with lesser things, right? If I recognize, oh, if I keep complaining about this area of my life, I'm going to stay here. I can circle this mountain over and over just by what I'm focusing on and what I'm giving power to. But if I praise, if I magnify the Lord, if I literally brag on his goodness and even what he's about to do and give him thanks in advance, I'm literally changing my entire countenance and stirring up. God's vigor, God's strength, God's goodness in my life. And I'm becoming a magnet for that at the same time. Not only am I speaking over my circumstances, speaking life and speaking freedom and releasing heaven, right, over these different circumstances, I'm literally raising myself up. I'm humbling myself before the Lord by magnifying him, okay? And it also says in Psalms that God inhabits the praises of his people. That delights God's heart when you choose to praise him when you could be complaining. And what I want to highlight here is that complaining is not praying, okay? (laughs) A lot of times we think that we are actually connecting with God over our problems. But complaining is not praying, okay? And God even had a solution before you had a problem. So God is really inviting us to partner with him on solutions and get excited about those solutions. And even just to spend time in his presence and connect in a different way. We don't just have to connect over problems, okay? Complaining is not praying, all right? So something that I want to invite you to consider is that you can learn to tap into the power of celebration, tap into the power of celebration and really lean into moments that are uncomfortable so that you can love what is. A lot of times we cause what I call unnecessary suffering in our lives because we resist what is. And then we also assign meaning to it that is not serving us. Okay. And we just manufacture that. We don't actually know that to be true. We actually make this up in our head. Okay. That's why when you actually study the truth and you meditate on it day and night, it will absolutely set you free because you'll start to see the, the insanity, basically, that you're causing in your own life, okay? So often we try to hustle or force or push or pressure ourselves into growth and into development. And we have assumptions that we're not supposed to feel some kind of way. And if we do feel some kind of way, then something has gone terribly wrong. Or if something's not going to according to our plan, then we think that we're off course or that we're getting it wrong. But what if we're exactly where we need to be and this is unfolding for us? 
Okay. A lot of times we just end up resisting things and we get stuck in that resistance. Okay. But what we can do instead is we can celebrate the gifts, the challenges, the things that life is presenting. We can actually feel the discomfort rather than run from it or resist it and lean in and really love what is. What is this teaching me? What is this inviting me to learn? How can I grow in love here? How can I release truth here? Right? Versus run from it or avoid it. Okay? So a lot of times when we think about changing our lives, we think about a huge list of goals (laughs) and these impossible goals. But often... What really changes our lives is showing up for ourselves daily and being the highest expression of life and freedom that we can be. That's a practice, okay? But what if that was your intention? My intention, my approach for this area of my life is to show up for myself and be the highest expression of life and freedom here, okay? And then if that is your intention, you can even look for tools or skills to help you get better in that area and equip you to do that with a greater capacity, okay? And in that vein, we're using the world as a teacher and the tools as teachers to help us steward the vision and the purpose that God has for us, okay? So we're not on a journey of becoming, but discovering our original design and our highest good. And we, when we look at life, as serving us and doing that, we really can process and move through things without resistance. We can lean into them instead, okay? So what if you decided to focus on enjoying the journey, growing, and contributing on levels that are beyond what was once impossible? Meaning you start making the impossible possible in your life just by enjoying the journey, committing to growth in every area and aspect and contributing what you've learned, right? You start making the impossible possible as you do that and just having that as your intention and your focus, okay? So for example, with the health example, if I want to value my health, there's some simple basic things that I can do every day to do that. Okay, so I can get clear on what those are for me and commit to doing that every day and be flexible in my approach. I'm going to do those things, but I'm going to be flexible about how I get it done. Okay, so that actually serves my main aim of living a healthy, vital life so that I can actually steward the call or the vision that I've been given. Right. I can't do that without good health. Okay, or relationships. Right. Changing the focus here. My focus on relationships is what I'm coming to give the relationship, not what I'm going to come and get. That approach alone, changing that approach alone has changed every relationship, (laughs) every relationship in my life. And I often think too, you know, I've heard people say, well, this person doesn't value me. They don't appreciate me. They don't see my worth. That is an indicator that you're not valuing yourself. You don't see your worth, right? And you're not really honoring yourself. So I would come back to that place and then live from that place. You don't need somebody to value you because you are valuable. And you go into places like you are. Different. Different. It's a change of approach. Okay? So when you think about that, consider your life again. (laughs) 
The areas that are going well, that's not random. You've been practicing something there. You've been consistent with something there. And you can see from sowing there, those consistent things, now you're getting fruit, all right? Now in these other areas that maybe quote unquote are not going as well, you can change your approach. But remember, what you focus on, you magnify, and what you magnify, you empower. So power moves for today for you to consider are what area of your life is being highlighted to you as an invitation to change your approach? What area of your life? Number two, brain dump, brainstorm, ask God, ask Holy Spirit to highlight to you all of the different ideas, inspired actions that you can take to change your approach, to change your focus, to change your belief, to change your action, to change your being, to change what you're bringing energy-wise. What are all of the ways that you can change your approach? And I would highlight here that these are ways that you can measure. They've got to be specific, okay? And then what you do with this is, is you run after that and you turn that into a challenge for yourself. So this is a a daily practice, okay? A daily practice. Think of it as a daily consistency plan. And how I like to get to this is asking this question, what's the smallest thing I can do to support myself or execute this mission? Okay, so if I'm meant to bring life to this area, what's the smallest way I can do that today? If if my identity is love and being a force for good, how am I going to do that practically in this environment or in this meeting? or in this interaction, okay? As we do this consistently, the beauty is that we are overcoming. We're overcoming the old pattern by the empowerment or the grace, the divine enablement of God to take the smallest degree of action every day. That's transforming. (laughs) We're changing our mind so we have a new perspective. The new perspective today is, oh dang, What I focus on, I'm I'm magnifying. And when I'm magnifying, I'm giving my power to. I'm empowering that in my life. And if I don't like that, I can change my approach, okay? So with that revelation, now I have mind renewal happening. Now to carry that out, I am being invited to have intention about what I am going to think, how I am going to show up, what I am going to do, what I am going to commit to consistently to get these results in my life, okay? And then as you run after that, as you get consistent, you'll start to see that mission is unfolding. It's evolving. But it's really about living and practicing these tools that you've been given and changing your approach. And often it's just changing it to the smallest degree, and that's transformation, okay? I like to say that a miracle is just a shift in perception. And when I walk out the truth of that miracle, I'm walking out transformation, okay? So true happiness, true fulfillment is being in love with the present. 
That's where the work is. When we're future tripping and getting too caught up in the future, when we're stuck in the past or when we're just focusing on what's not working, we're missing it. The lesson here is to love what is. Suffering is just arguing with what life is showing you, but you don't have to do that. You actually can change your approach and experience an entirely different reality. Okay, so for example, if you know you're not here just to be influenced by the world, but you're here to influence it, you'll start waking up and start learning and pursuing wisdom and knowledge and understanding about how you can influence the world, right? (laughs) You don't say, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. That's one of the biggest excuses that keeps people stuck, right? Because everybody could say that. Right? But you're connected to the one who does know. And you can ask for wisdom and he'll give it to you liberally. Right? He'll give you wisdom in abundance. He'll guide and establish your steps. Right? There's a scripture today that I read. I love this one. Proverbs 16. Passion translation is seriously my jam. It says this. Before you do anything, put your trust totally in God and not in yourself. Then... Every plan you make will succeed. Say la. (laughs) Right? Or Proverbs 3 says this, Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with him in whatever you do and he will lead you wherever you go. You don't need to know. (laughs) That's part of the faith walk. So my invitation to you to recap here is to change your approach. Pay attention. You do this, number one, by by paying attention, rather, to what you are focusing on. What have you magnified in your life? And how has that been working out for you? Actually evaluate it. And if you are experiencing some discomfort, feel that discomfort. There's power in that. Humble yourself in that area. God, help me. I recognize that I've been doing this thing. Help me to change this. Help me to see this different. I'm willing to see this differently. Then get clear on what you are being led to do to change your approach. Is it just your belief? Is it your mindset? Is it different action? Is it what you're speaking and just keeping your mouth shut? (laughs) Guard your mouth, right? Stop speaking cursing. You're just literally canceling your faith when you do that. So pay attention to what is being highlighted to you to change your approach. And then three, get busy about doing it. Daily daily consistency plan is what I call that. DCP, a daily consistency plan. What are you going to do once a day to support yourself in that area? Okay, so I invite you to think about that on today. That's the message I have for you. If you want to share any testimonies, I love to hear them. You can always email those to info at julianapage.com. For resources for professional life coaching, faith forward life coaching is what I like to call it, that brings biblical truth and principles into the life coaching, into the self-mastery, into the spiritual leadership, into the success strategy This is coaching that is 
like nothing I've ever experienced. It's absolutely amazing what can happen when you partner with God. You literally start doing what was once impossible in your life. You make it possible and you become an example of what is possible. So check out Professional Life Coaching over at julianapage.com. If you haven't applied to the God's Vibes Mastermind, this is an area of accelerated growth into the limitless life that we've been promised. So I do have applications open for that now. So you can get plugged into that. And there's also books, resources, other tools, free trainings, all the things over at julianapage.com. So make sure that you go check that out. Also, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, make sure you do that. Show some love, share this with a friend. Sometimes it's just one message that can radically change your life. So sharing is caring. Make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend. All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed.